This is the podcast where we take our guests through the quips their retail habits from the best ever bargains to the times they've been completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Vince Layton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional comedian. And beside me once again, the man, the legend, the king of Stroud, I've decided. I've just anointed you king. Paul Watson, how are you? Good. Thank you. That's a lovely intro, although it will surely win me eye when I go back to Stroud. I feel like there are, are there are famous people from Stroud, I think, and um, I'm not one of them. Who's famous from Stroud? Now you, you're going to call me on it. I can't name one off the top of my head, but there Human. will be. No, but by, by the law of averages, there'll be someone famous from Stroud. I've, You've been on the telly. You're not from Stroud, though. You're just resident in Stroud. No, but I'm resident long enough now. Six years. I think that's... You qualify. Yeah. Local so. fate opening. I think so. Although I did get called a blow-in once. What's a blow-in? It's what people in small towns call people from cities who move somewhere and are like a bit all city-fied, like, you know, London. They call it their blow-in. Uh, did I, you I ask, wore it as a badge what, of honour. Yeah, I know. What, what, what gave you away as a blow-in? Uh, Did you want I think organic I want, products I want, no, in the I want, or something? I wanted to buy something on a Sunday or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you cannot get any food on a Sunday in Stroud. No food on any, Sunday. Like in the evening, <laughs> it is like, uh, it's the thing when someone comes from London and you're like, oh, we'll just get takeaway. And it's like, oh, but it's a Sunday or a Monday. We can't really do that. And people look at you as if, what? But yeah, it, it genuinely is <laughs> so it got cash down. only places? <laughs> no, we're not there yet. No. Hillsborough and Sheffield is full of cash only places. Like tax, optional. Wow. <laughs> and also their own opening hours. Some days noon like it's like rooms a requirement but it's never for me it's not me that's got the requirement i i hate it at least piers corbin will like it some really nice bars though yeah yeah and if you like football there's loads on so uh yeah hillsborough uh if you like football there's loads on but if you don't <laughs> if you if you like to buy milk past five on a sunday not so good but uh yeah that's the sparkling gold banter out of the way i think it's always a relief isn't it that? i know it's Tick the pressure to be to, for that to be fun is is intense we've always really gloomy today i think we need to change it up a bit yeah i mean i don't, I don't know if we're that gloomy are we <laughs> You... I don't know, melancholy, do you think it's because uh, it's, it's autumn? Yeah, you think about the passing of time, the inevitability of death. Yeah, of course, that's, that's a September thing. It's a beautiful thing. season, yeah. isn't it? The tree, the leaves fall off the trees, they're beautiful colours, but they're rotten. Right, mm. should we meet our guests? Yeah, on that note. <laughs> on, that, on that cheery note, uh, he's a writer, an author. You might also know him for his non de plume, the guy liner. Please welcome Justin Myers. Oh, hi. Hi, hi, how are you? Hi, good, thanks, you? Yeah, we've, we've thought about some deep thoughts since we started that intro, but otherwise fine. Yeah, yeah. I was just enjoying listening to you both burn your bridges with Stroud and Sheffield. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not all of Sheffield, just Hillsborough. <laughs> oh, okay, just in particular Hillsborough, right, okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> the Weatherspoons is very good, though, it's in an old converted pool, but they claim they show sports, and anybody who follows me on Twitter will know, it is a TV that is smaller than the TV I've got in my home, in a... Well, a converted swimming pool size building, which is one tiny telly. Like, you shouldn't be able to say you show sport. I feel like there should be some level of requirement because I went rolling in there ready to watch <laughs> Wales play in an English yeah. pub, loving my life. And uh, yeah. And technically we all just watch it on our phone if we I wanted needed to screen opera that goggles, size. But right. they didn't have any behind the bar. <laughs> but you so, are in the same room as sport. I was. I was sports adjacent. Mm. So, uh, and that's, I, I like, I say I watch it. I, I am on my phone scrolling and tweeting while it's on this is what I find with uh, sports I don't understand so well so like being a football person I can I can watch football but if I watch another sport 
I'm like, God, it's quite a lot of it, isn't there? Like, you know, I, <laughs> I get it. Like, I, f- I feel that with rugby sometimes. I'm like, I, I get it. I enjoy it. And then it's like, all right, guys, we could do something else. No, no, still going, still going. You know, it's, still, it's, yeah. Oh, scrim it, again. Is it lovely? <laughs> there's not a lot of sport that can um, survive second screening. <laughs> which is the thing now, obviously, you know, people's first screen is their yeah. phone. Yeah. So there's not a lot of it that is good enough to tear the attention away, in my opinion, because I hate all sport. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's never going to win in competition with what a and other is saying on Twitter, strike X, if you, if you call it that. If, if we want to, if we want to, yeah, we don't, we don't want to use the wrong name for Twitter, do we? Cause Legally you, speaking, we don't. I don't know. I don't think Elon Musk is listening to this. No, I've not, I've not met anyone yet who's referred to it by the... The correct name, the technically correct name, without saying the other one. I haven't updated my app yet, so it's still Twitter on my phone. <gasps> I think you're one of the last ones because I was forced yeah, through. I, was I didn't forced. even update; it just changed. It's I don't so- have automatic updates on, and I'm worried that it means I'm going to be one of those people who starts buying yours magazine, which is about dead famous people, yeah. as if they are still alive. <gasps> Have you ever seen that magazine? No, is, it, is this, they do this intentionally. They're not just badly researched. Well, I mean, Elizabeth Taylor is a regular cover star, and as far as I know, she kind of bit the big one a yeah. while ago. <laughs> It's it's like people who just give in to living in the past. Yeah, you don't want the change. So what are they writing about these as if they're still doing stuff? Well, I mean, they're not saying that Elizabeth Taylor (laughs) is doing something right now, but they kind of report on, you know... It was a golden era. Yeah, the the golden era. They just talk about the olden times. It's an entire magazine. Wow. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll start with the... We'll start with the good stuff. What's the best deal you've ever got? Well, it's... As opposed to the best deal I've ever got, I, I don't really like sales very much okay when i was younger i was always avoided them because my view was why buy something that nobody else wants (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so cool that's such an in your 20s attitude to have isn't it and then i grew up and my money just started going everywhere but uh where it should have been and i kind of embraced it now so I, i kind of I buy shoes and expensive coats in sales but the best deal i've ever found really was um i bought my mom a bin Okay. <laughs> did she the... just not have one before? Just she did. rubbish piling up. This and... was at the end of a decades-long search for replacement to my mum's brown plastic bin <sighs> that she hated, but she couldn't find anything that did the job as well. Okay. So, what did she want the bin to do? <laughs> well, either it was too big, too narrow, wouldn't slot in, or was ugly. So decades-long. And uh, me and my mum, we didn't have much money when I was growing up, and it was just me and her. And so when you get old, you want to do something nice for your mum, don't you? So I bought her this extremely expensive bin that she saw in John Lewis. It was heart eyes when she saw this bin. She was pressing on the lever and the soft lid rising up. And I thought, I have to buy her this bin. So I did. And I must say, I'm pretty convinced that she loves it more than me. (laughs) She loves this bin a lot. So what describe this bin? It's like, you know, the simple human... Uh, kind of metally, I think it's copper in colour and it has a wide lever. It has a section for landfill and oh, a section for recycling. That is nice. There's a pocket at the back for storing uh, future bin bags. The bin bags obviously have to be bought online because they're the, a weird shape yes, and I, cost yeah. a fortune. I was going to say my experience with John Lewis bin is a negative one because it was it's a forest green, John Lewis everyday bin, but the shape is not fit for rubbish. Like it's too oh, narrow. Most no. of the rubbish didn't fit. No bags would fit it. No bags I could find locally. So we have. But it's to not it- as exciting if you don't have to buy a special bag for it. We gave it away on free cycle. Someone got a really good deal because by the time we got rid of it, we hated it. We hated it because it was it was the most money we've ever paid for a bin. 
for the least shame. value. I'm sad for this, Bean. I think you should have persevered. Because the thing about expensive things is that they make you feel so good, yeah. whether it's clothes or fragrance or whatever. But this bin has brought my mum hours Days, weeks, years of pleasure because she's had it a few years now. In fact, we spoke on the phone last week (laughs) and she has broken the mechanism of it slightly or something. And she told me this news with the reverence she would give to breaking news (laughs) of a death. She Surely it's under so guarantee, though. sad. We've had it years. It was £200 this bin, so she's not getting another one quite yet. Oh. <laughs> I reckon this is the kind of thing where you could tweet and they do oh it. Oh, God, I'm going to tweet this. You should definitely tweet about it. Just I'm like, my mum loves this bloody bin. Can John, anyone John help? Lewis is so like that as well, to be honest. I wouldn't rule out you should take it into John Lewis now anyway. Yeah. And they'd probably try and just give you a new one because they are they are ridiculous for that John Lewis yeah I once guess John Lewis see my six <coughs> engagements on my tweet they're exactly. going to be like yeah, yeah we need to give this there's guy who of, I've never heard of a bin there's two of us here there's two of us right here okay let's, right. let's get this bin fixed for you man Campaign. this is a personal mission now a hashtag still a thing Damn. Carol's bin let's I'm feeling out. it hashtag Carol's, Carol's bin. bin by the way my mum would die if she knew this was being discussed <laughs> luckily she will never <laughs> listen to this podcast I do, well you never know <laughs> When this Carol's bin goes viral and we <laughs> yeah. clip this bit, so already we can be part of the magic. It's too much. Like the John Lewis have like a massive campaign around it, and it's like the Christmas ad and Christmas Carol. Yeah, you see, oh, Christmas Carol's bin. There you go. Oh, Mum, I'm so sorry. We're yeah. tagging the wrong John Lewis because he loves it. That guy. Who's it's like, John Lewis. That. It's like good news, you've got the bin. Bad news, you are now obligated to be in a six-week-long campaign that's going to involve sort of <laughs> national press. But you got the bin fixed. People are going to tweet you about bins for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, you're the one out of Carol's bin, aren't you? <laughs> oh are you God. Carol's bin? You Carol's it would bin? destroy her, uh. poor mum. But I do think that, you know, buying things for my mum is one of the things that makes her the happiest, I think. And yeah, because, yeah. you know, if it is something that she searched the world for as well. But uh, okay, on the other end of this then, what's the sort of things that you buy that you absolutely resent having to spend the money on? Cleaning products. <laughs> Cleaning's shit. It is. Let's ban it. But however, we can't. I love having a clean house, but I don't like any of the journey involved in getting it to that state. So my my issue really with cleaning products is that they don't smell nice, actually. They smell horrible and synthetic. I think if they smell nice, though, I worry they're not as good because I'm so conditioned to them smelling medicinal almost that if they're nice, I'm like, are they doing as good a job as this bleach smell one that I've got? <laughs> like, I think... It's just that really synthetic, industrial, the kind of smell you would expect a death scene in Blade Runner to have the same pong of. Yeah. They're just so awful. And they never work. All those promises, lifts the dirt, no scrubbing necessary, all complete bollocks. And they're just very unglamorous. It's a very unglamorous thing to put in your shopping basket, I think, is they're, something with a spray gun. They're gaudy gun. as well. They are gaudy. Mm. They don't They don't even try and make them uh, aesthetically pleasing. They're the wrong shape. They're a bad shape. They're ugly. Yeah. There's always really bad illustrations on the uh, on the packaging as well of this <laughs> bizarre hob that's gleaming oh, yeah. and really crap tiles. And no one's got those kind of old-fashioned tiles anymore. No. <laughs> I just detest them. I, I really do. My boyfriend, however, um, is obsessed with cleaning products, so I leave all that to him. He buys them and he even buys those JML kind of electrified window sponges. And he's got this gigantic... Well, it's a sonic toothbrush, in my opinion, for like hippos or something. It's giant. And apparently it's for cleaning grouting. 
Does it work, uh, though? Because I've heard mixed reviews. I have absolutely no idea. I I'm never in the room when this is on. I can't remember. <laughs> a guest has talked about these grouting cleaners and she did not have a good word to say about yeah. them. Basically, she was a mug for... Want. Except they were like the ear cleaners that you can buy on JML that don't really clean your An ears. An ear cleaner? Yeah, you can get you can get sort of like self-ear syringing kits. That Oh, my, my goodness. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, no. I've seen adverts for those. I'm just... I've never been less tempted by something. I know, but then I did poke inside my ear with a cotton bud, as you're not supposed to do. No. And uh, I can't lie on it, so maybe she's more right than I am. Yeah. Have you ever situation. been to the person who sucks it all out with a big... Yeah, it's, it's, it's Ooh, weird it's, and it's creepy. It's an experience. Oh, do, do you go there because you've got like a problem with your ear or is it just a thing you can do? Well, I wear earplugs when I sleep. It causes a build-up. Oh. And uh, so a couple of times I've had to go and have um, someone with a very strong arm put a tube in my ear and suck this stuff out. If they ask, do you want to see it? Just say no. Yeah. Why do they ask Never you want yes. to see it? Because some people are disgusting. Why would you want to see it? We know like those people who enjoy squeezing spots oh, and yeah. toenails and stuff. They oh. always want to see it. I'm not to kink shame. No, it's fine. You do but, you, but, but I don't. disgusting. Yeah. Because I, I had it done when I was about 12 because I was a hypochondriac and I read about tinnitus in Take a Break magazine and became convinced <laughs> I had it. So I just kept persisting and persisting oh. until my mum took me to the doctors. And I think out of lack of psychological care available for me, they just syringed my ears as a bit of a... Well, like, tinnitus to, to is make a really bad thing, isn't it? Because it is mental in a way. It's your brain's wiring that create it right so it's almost impossible to get rid of it and there's loads of scam That's things what online I read. so between yeah. that i'm worrying that a giant uh, gumball had formed in my stomach or me sucking my hair had created like had gone around my lungs and i was gonna be oh was that not true i don't think that is so. not no, no, no i thought no. that one was true Spiders in the mouth. I don't know if that's true or not. I've seen something recently that seems to suggest we do eat spiders when we sleep. And I just didn't want to. It's click that on it. season as well, so people are like, "Oh, house that. spiders." I'm like, "I don't care. I don't want to know." It's yeah. so. But the tinnitus one's bad because it's a horrible condition, and it like I have it. Oh, do you have it? Oh, I, do. Sorry, I shouldn't talk to you about it then. But, no, but no. what I hate is online. There's loads of um things that are like get rid of your tinnitus now 35 pounds like pioneering method and they're all scams from what I can tell. Like none of them have any basis, but they're just trying to play on people who have something that's just really unpleasant. I've never to... seen them. 12-year-old yeah. me would have been writing off for them, though. I would have been, like, writing off, filling out my oh, little coupon. Oh, 100%. Yeah, take it. <laughs> so that's what you used to have to do, didn't it? You had to cut out the little... Ah, oh, the coupon. Little application yeah. coupon. Send, send a postal order. Am I showing my age there? Yeah. <laughs> Remember those? No. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, like, I was... Uh, I managed to, because they didn't care who they gave credit to, I had a Look Again catalogue when I was 13, so I was just <laughs> buying clothes on credit when I had no wow. right to be doing it for like two pounds a week pocket money <laughs> they all arrived at the house my mum's like what has happened here I was like well I just filled out the form with a slightly different birthday oh my god but it was before credit checks and this is why credit checks exist because <laughs> of you because yeah you <laughs> know you clever clever people like me were obtaining clothes under false pretenses so, uh... <laughs> I'm still saying it's the same now with all these things on like Things where it's like you pay for a trial on an app or something and you're like, I just need it for one thing. I'll cancel it. And you don't. And then, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've definitely got professional LinkedIn still going, I think, from when I was looking for a job about three LinkedIn. years ago. <laughs> like, oh, I yeah. love that there's unprofessional yeah, LinkedIn. What's, like, what does that entail? People it? know you're looking for a job. Well, why else would you be on LinkedIn? There's <laughs> like, absolutely no other reason to be oh, there. I had to give up. Uh, LinkedIn, because it's just the most devastatingly unsexy social network on earth. I could feel it draining like my mojo. 
completely. This is, this is how desperate I was to sell tickets for Edinburgh Fringe. I went back specifically to advertise my shows on there just in case. Like, oh, that nice. was a personal low, that was. But talking about social media, that brings us nicely on to segue into the next question, which is, Paul? Well, yeah, who does social media think you are? Like, what kind of ads do you get? What's your targeted well i get a lot of housing developments that i can't afford to live in that are in zone 100 but the main Same. thing i get a lot of it follows me every everywhere i go is adverts for swimwear okay all bar brown in particular is that how you say it i've never said that oh, brand out loud why would you but all bar brown swimwear i get adverts for it constantly what kind of swimwear is it uh it's describe expensive. it for us yeah i've never been shown that so no, i get like bowden stuff where it's like it's got in, inbuilt structure it likes to tell me i'm like all right i hear what you're saying i'm picking up what you're laying down like yeah scaffolding it's well going from the photos it. it's for men who are over six feet tall and very good looking uh, Are you looking at men in swimwear? <laughs> I mean, no, 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 I'm not. So this is very puzzling. First of all, I don't go on holiday and haven't done since 2019. But mainly, oh. I can't swim. Oh, oh. Yeah. but I, sometimes I can't it's, swim. it's resort no. wear now. I'm very it's not sad about it. Actually, swimming. I wish I could. Yeah, me too. Yeah, resort wear is a real thing now where it's swimwear that you can't actually wear in water. That's a whole Yeah, but when you're looking at them, Oh, it's a look rather than a, it's a, choice, a function. Yeah, it's like, okay. oh, yeah, that you but get a bikini that, and it's like, don't. Wear this to the pool. But for men, that's just shorts, right? I mean, like, in a way, swimming shorts that are not swimming shorts are just shorts, are they not? I mean, it's not like we need a... Paul just cutting through the bullshit of marketing right (laughs) there. Well, the netting. Oh, the netting. netting. Yeah, but why would you wear that if you didn't have to? Well, again, not to kink shame. Oh, sorry. I'm learning a lot. Sometimes it's nice to feel health. (laughs) Right. Support. Uh, Arguably, uh, less support than you would get from actual underwear, though. I don't know. But it's very beautiful swimwear, and they do some a lovely line in two hundred pound uh, knitted polos. But the trouble is, uh, in swimwear, I look like a carrier bag full of porridge. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to wear that anytime soon. Well, you're buying well cut clothes because it does not show. <laughs> it's just horrendous under there. I'm, so, I'm excited it's a to see them. Yeah. So no, no swimwear for so me. So the net would be just to keep it in. But I almost appreciate that they target me. I almost appreciate they think I'm good enough to wear it. I'm like, kind of like oh. Maybe I am an all the bar brown kind of guy, and then uh, I remember because we had a we had a guest on, and uh, he couldn't understand why his wife was getting loads of pro- like mm. loads of sex products for men, and he's like, "Isn't it weird? She's never looked at any of that stuff." And we're like, "Yeah, because that's a very specific requirement." So I think he realised as we did, as he was saying it out loud, he was like, "I think I've just mm. stitched myself up here." Yeah, or is it a shared computer? It's like, well, one of you's interested in pegging. You decide yeah. which one. <laughs> it was an interesting conversation it to be part re- of, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, was- I feel like he learned, as we did, that someone in his household was interested in something oh, that maybe yeah. he didn't expect. Realisation uh, breaking like a sunset. It was a beautiful moment. Brilliant. Yeah. I hope they had the conversation. Mm. <laughs> maybe she just didn't want to bring it up. Or he didn't want to bring it up and he just played it the podcast and was like, hey... <laughs> How well, do it's you not feel? so much the bringing it up; it's the putting it in. That's the, most, that's the important part. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I, wish them, I wish them well. Yeah. Good luck if, if on listening. your good luck on your journey. <laughs> so, on the we're, we're moving on to judging others now for their purchases. What purchase do you judge friends, family, other people for making? What, I mean, I gen- what are you dismayed by mm. people spending money on something silly? I generally don't care what other people buy, but I do find it weird how so many people spend a lot of money on hangovers. 
I don't drink, so... Oh, you're uh, one of those people. I, I'm one of those people who doesn't drink, but I try not to be sanctimonious about it because I don't care. <laughs> Although drunk people are boring, sorry. They are so boring. Uh, <laughs> but I just find it so strange. As a drunk person, can confirm, we are. Uh, <laughs> I find it so strange how hangovers, do- hangovers dominate. I have friends who make plans around them. So I invite a friend to something that's, oh, I can't come because I'm going to such and such the night before. So I'll be really hungover. I'm like, I mean, if it's an excuse to get out of seeing me, then fine. But you are letting, you're basically scheduling illness and it costs so much money to get hungover usually unless you're like lightweight. I feel like I'm having a, the same epiphany that the guy with the peg in is having. I was like, oh God, <laughs> you put it like that. It's, it's, it's so weird. I mean, it's so weird. There is a lot to be said for that kind of enjoyable hangover from what I can remember. So, you know, you get wasted the night before and then you spend the next day eating pizza, watching bad movies, like light, heavy petting, fingering, whatever. But really, when you think about it, it makes you very unproductive and interferes with so much of your life. And drinking a lot of alcohol is not that much fun. It's not cheap either. And it's not cheap. And you spend that entire drinking session trying to chase the amazing feeling that you have from drinking that first drink and you can never get it again. That's not my own uh, observation, by the way. Someone told me that and I really liked it. So Yeah, I think that's true. That yeah. But I guess it's one of those things where it's like, if you it is taking the release pedal off for you, you probably need to have a think about why that is rather yeah. than... So yeah, because I've got it's like, oh, you know, but you've had a hard day. And then I'm like, what I'm describing here is a problematic relationship <laughs> with a substance that makes me ill. Uh, but I want, like the scheduling hangover, that's made me think. And it reminds me a bit of being a little bit older than... Than I was when I used to drink. So I used to drink quite a lot in the mid twenties, and mm. and you'd the nineteen twenties. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it was like, roaring time, looking remarkably the Great Depression. In fact, we haven't <laughs> entered it yet. But um, no, but when you're in your mid twenties and you you drink quite a lot, and you would get really bad hangovers, but you probably like you just got used to working through them. You just you just get on with it and you get through it. But I think yeah. it's like a lot of stuff I do now. I like to just not have to do. The, the hard experiences I used to have. Yeah. So like when I travel, I'm a bit nicer to myself. I'm, I sort of program in a little bit of recovery time. In the old days, I'd have just gone straight through long haul flights and just dealt with the misery. So I wonder if it's a bit like that, that as you get older, you're like, isn't it shit doing things with a hangover? Well, therefore, should I just not do anything the morning after? If you see what I mean, it's like, it's almost like being nicer to yourself by saying like, yeah. I hate doing stuff with a hangover. Why don't I just not say I'll do anything the day after I've been drinking? Because I know... Yeah. yeah, but in a way, I know it. Yeah, it kind of is a weird. Because I had a really boring Edinburgh. Because I was like, it's stressful. It's horrible. On a bad day, it's so bad. Yeah. I cannot add the extra layer of me not feeling very good. Because going in front of someone for like yeah. people for an hour and having that. Oh yeah, I was just like, I, I love drinks, but I just. The, the lows are too low. It's not worth it. But yeah, it was it was quite boring because everybody else was like, oh, that's tomorrow's problem. I was like, but I'm having it today. <laughs> <laughs> You're paying so much money for yeah. feeling like you want to claw your own eyes out. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, I've paid so much money to be here. I can't afford to have a few days where it's a bit mediocre because yeah. you just never know who's going to be in. It might be a guy from Chortle who gives you two stars and comments on your venue. Like, that's a choice. What kind of prick would do that? What kind of prick? A hungover mm. one. Yeah, exactly. Ah. He was one, out the night before. It was before. a 1.30 show and he, I don't think he... Was, he didn't want to feel joy that day. He's like, you know what? It was funny, but I didn't want to laugh today. So it's it's a two. 
Uh, I think this is why I'm so gloomy, Paul. Like I, the, the bills have come in. <laughs> You've got bill. a post Edinburgh hangover. Yeah, you see? yeah. All hangovers are bad of any my description. Soul, my soul is hangover. <laughs> yeah, it just took a bit longer to kick in than I thought. So I thought that I thought you'd have this already and it would have been cleared, but actually no, it's kicking in now. No, because I was yeah. I was up for a competition that would have made it all feel worth it. So I was uh, I was the semi finalist for the Funny Women Awards and. Uh, I got that about two days after we came back from Fringe. I was like, oh, brilliant. It was all worth it. My credibility's high. Yeah. This is mm. my time to shine. And uh, no. And now, <laughs> now you're feeling the equivalent of having so 10 got, bottles of white lightning last kicking. night. I was like, I'm not, I'm not a finalist. And also Edinburgh did happen. It was expensive. God, Edinburgh's a dick. Yeah, fuck Edinburgh. I do love it though. So. Me too. It's beautiful. It's so it. beautiful. I used to live there. I really loved it. Very it, expensive city. Very, very, very fitting that we're I was in the it. new town. Uh, oh, yes, which okay. is, is bougie, but no one goes there from the Edinburgh Fringe because all the other shows are somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it is slightly like the zombie apocalypse. It's proper down new there. builds. Oh, so. Bridgerton, but everyone's dead. Yeah. <laughs> And the I'd, hills I'd rather watch that with the greatest Very respect. Much. Sometimes <laughs> climbing the hill to my venue, I, I wished I was dead. <laughs> it was such a steep hill. I was like, I can't. I'm just going to lay down like that REM video. And just like <laughs> Great for the thighs and the calves, though. When I left uh, Edinburgh, I had legs like Fatima Whitbread. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was It was a good workout. And I was like, Do you know what? I love this. I'm going to start walking more. So it's, like, it's been three weeks. I've not <laughs> started walking more. <laughs> See, I don't know Edinburgh at all. Is it, it's a place where you walk around a lot, right? Compared to cities where you go on... Like it's quite a small city centre. Uphill, uh, okay. it's, it's all on shelves, various parts oh, of the hills, okay. and yeah, lots okay. of dips and peaks and troughs and all sorts. It's great. It's so Sounds cool. Fun. It feels a bit magical. I loved everything about it apart from the comedy. I'd live in Edinburgh, but I'd move out in August. I imagine that's what most people are, but yeah. right? They just they just can't stand the festival. I imagine. Most I do people. have one word for people who want to live in Edinburgh, and that's winter. Oh, oh it's cruel. But yeah, yeah but Edinburgh looks pretend not to like the festival as well, well. Well, the snow's hitting you in the face. I couldn't, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's... the wind Ooh. tunnel that is Princess Street, just permanently blasting. It's a bit like being Beyonce <laughs> for 10 seconds and then... And then you're just sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe I won't move to Edinburgh. There we go. We've got we resolved that. So uh, that, was, <laughs> <laughs> that was my my biggest rip-off of 2023. Uh, what is your most ripped-off experience? Well, I'm terrified of being ripped off. I have extreme buying anxiety about everything. Okay. I'm one of those people who will circle a product in a shop and then leave the shop and return sometimes days later and circle again, <laughs> either to see whether it's been reduced or whether it's nicer or whether I can justify it. Uh, no matter how much it is, it doesn't have to be that expensive. Um, and so I tend to rip myself off by either missing the opportunity <laughs> or it somehow goes up in price. I've done this so many times, but the biggest rip off for me really was every single thing I bought during lockdown through an Instagram advert. Yes. I now know for sure that I am the most stupid person alive. Okay. It was great to get confirmation <laughs> at last. I bought some absolute shite on Instagram because I, I don't know, did I think I was going to die or never see a shop again? I'm you not sure. Treating it like a scratch card though, don't you? It's like, if it's shit, fair enough, but it might bring me a moment of joy. So anything under about 10, I was like, well, you know, it's probably going to be rubbish, but imagine if it's not. Yeah. So I bought a clothes steamer. Don't bother with those. I bought <laughs> um, masks, but not just any old masks. I bought like special designer, beautiful knitted weaved ones. Okay. Hmm. And because they clung to my face a bit too much, they were 40 pounds, by the way. In fact, I might be downgrading that a bit to save face. Yeah, they were yeah. expensive, 
Um, I and bought, things often are. It's it's, it's yeah. hard work. They love to tell you Etsy sellers. They love to tell you why things are expensive. And it's like, I get it, but I can't afford it. No, <laughs> I couldn't afford it either. But something in me felt that I needed these masks. But you weren't out and about. So you, that was so easy to do the maths on things that you wanted. Because you're like, oh, if I was out and about, I'd be paying for travel. I'd be doing this. Like, exactly. So in my mind, money was just stacking up and needed to be spent as yeah. soon as possible. But then I bought this thing. The masks clung to my face a bit. So I saw an advert for this thing that you put in the mask that would, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. that would like it like a tiny bit of plastic scaffolding maybe that would hold it away from your face. <laughs> well, like a plague doctor. <laughs> uh, what an idiot. What? I bought these things. Anyway, it was a, it was a bit of plastic. And obviously, a mask. <laughs> yeah, like a mask for so the mask. So it was, so basically the mask was now protruding from my face like a beak. <laughs> And the thing was made of plastic. So within seconds of wearing it, it would be covered. It would be, I would be boiling in there like lobster in the pot. And also it would be covered in wet. Oh, oh. God. Condensation. I just, just wanted to need... rip it off and have someone cough in my face. It's just like end this. Might as well. Yeah. yeah. Just take me away. You need so, another yeah. accessory to sort of suck that all out. Like a sort of pipe that sucks the moisture well, out. Well, it was going that way. I could see me. Like a like, submarine. Well, like wandering around with a portable dehumidifier or something. <laughs> Can't remember how much it was. And that's probably because I've blocked it out. What an idiot. I think £40 enough. We'll, we'll take that as a, Oh God. that is a rip off. That was not, that item was not fit for purpose. I think I was ripped off there. Yeah. Paul, have you ever, I'm not on ever Instagram. struggled? You're not on Instagram. No, I'm not on Instagram. So oh, what do you do for two on hours of the day? Uh, well, I'm on uh, Twitter, which I'll sort continue of. to call it. Yeah, I'm not like on it, on it religiously, but I'm on it enough like to waste You're like logging on a time. computer on it. So the time <laughs> you're talking about wasting, that will be Twitter for me. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not like better for not being on Instagram. I just never got into it. Um, and I already spend too much time on Twitter. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's my, Same. that's my sort of looking at things and feeling grubby about yourself is yeah, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that's my hate brand. <laughs> oh, good. Good, yeah. good to have one. Good to have yeah. one. Yeah. So it is time, Justin. Get excited for I'm on the edge of excitement, certainly. The quick fire round yeah. that is very, really quick. Yeah, it's not no so glacial. It it's is the glacial round. We've it actually only just tied off one from a few months ago, pace. like by email. We had yeah. to yeah. It's like it's, it, uh, it went through the courts. So yeah, we're, you know, we're just finishing one off there. <laughs> we we have had several stewards' inquiries. We genuinely had one where a guest was so upset at the verdict that it did seem like he might be like ready to email us in a few months' time to prove that my guest was wrong and it was yeah. right. There was some. There um, was a, a formula was applied. The terms oh, and conditions were questioned. It was, yeah, a, it was a lot, wasn't it? So yeah, with that in mind. I'm going to give you three items. Okay. You're playing against Paul. Right. You've got to tell me how much you think this thing costs. Yes. One of you who is the closest will get a point. The points mean absolutely nothing. Okay. There's no prize. No, it's just glory. Uh, Paul wins quite often. You very rarely get any adrenaline from it. You just... I, don't, I don't get any pleasure out of it. No, but um, <laughs> mirthlessly. And yet we continue with the format. Yeah. And... Well, let's just plough lots were, of energy into this and waste our time doing it. You were surprised it was still let's going. I thought I thought you just quietly ditched it and then it popped up again. I thought <laughs> the oh, people okay. want it, Paul. Upwards of two people will tweet if it's not there. Right. 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 Let's go. Quick fire. Are we ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 That there we go. That's what I was waiting for. Mm. Paul Watson. Mm. I the tiger. Come on, let's do this. Right. Item number one. A wig. A realistic male toupee. Available from Joseph's Wigs. 
It's made of heat-resistant synthetic fibre, is 100% hand-tied and is semi-permanent and fixed to the head with tape. Wait, wait, how do you... Semi-permanent. 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 So it's heat-resistant, so it can survive styling. You can style it how you like. Okay. It's a system then kind of thing. So yeah, it's uh. it's it's the J toupee. Not full head, not like no, it's, uh, going out in disguise. Oh, is yeah, it it's, too- What's, I, what's the, the difference between, between a wig and a toupee? Well, a toupee yeah. uh, uh, is um, top. an embellishment <laughs> to existing oh. hair. Oh. So if you're like Bruce Forsyth is always my go-to wig spokesmodel. Okay. So if you think about dear, dear, are you reading Brucey, yours magazine? Because I've got some bad news. <laughs> but in yours magazine, he lives forever. <laughs> As a spokesperson, I wouldn't necessarily go there. (laughs) So Bruce the Infinite. Anyway, so yeah, it kind of sits and uh, embellishes or accompanies existing hair. So, you know, for the guys who get the male pattern at the top. Oh, so it's like a little extra piece. Thankfully, not something I can relate to. No, you've got beautiful... Good head of hair there. But Same you're for you, displaying Paul. a level of knowledge about wigs, though. Yeah. If it, if it, wow. if the worst happens, you're ready. Um, this suggests that I've had some prior anxiety about this and have done yes. research. So mm. you should be. You should know. I, I think it's they would be solid wig. It's a legit. It's not a costume shop one. Well, you have to weigh up quality and how long it's going to last. So if it's only going to be a one-off purchase, it's probably going to be quite expensive. Reusable, though, I'd imagine. Oh yeah, like semi-permanent. So yep. that's going to be on your bonds. Wow. Until you need to take it off to wash. Like false eyelashes, you get five goes at it before it starts wearing, becoming ratty. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, £275. Okay, £275. Oh, uh, I'm going to go 500 because the guy was really good looking on the picture. <laughs> and he wouldn't wear anything lower rent. <laughs> but Paul, you're absolutely bang on to be honest. £495, that would set wow. you back. Wow. Which is cheaper than hair plugs though. We did have that as a question before and that was... Are they re- they're really expensive. Yeah. Right? And hair tran- so- yeah, like they're, the hair transplants are like... Incre- something per hair, isn't it? Yeah, like, cost oh, per, per hair. Like, how are you supposed to know how many you need? <laughs> right, on to the next thing. Let's see if we can keep this up. Yeah. It is an ice ball maker. It uses gravity and the thermal conductivity of aluminium to quickly shape a perfect sphere of ice. It's made of aerospace grade aluminium with a black finish and makes 55 millimeter ice balls. Oh, how 55 much? millimeter ones. Okay. Yeah. Good they, to know, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. So they are they are for rich people, which suggests there would be a lot of money. Oh, this is, oh okay. This is not just oh. like You've you got know to have those a plastic ice trays big like enough here. or a freezer big enough that this would fit, wouldn't you? Because otherwise you wouldn't right. you wouldn't have these kind of gadgets. Yeah, this thing looks a like a small them. car. Yeah, bloody hell. Kind Who's of. got that? Well, idiots uh, and rich ones. And how much? Um, one seven five. One seven five. I'm going to go one two five. I think it's one hundred forty three ninety nine to pull your again. Your instinct was correct. Wow. it's still far too much money That's to create a, lot a single of money. ice ball. To create a single ice ball and then you have to because like do you, re you just to keep them in like a Tupperware in your freezer, wouldn't you? Like pre made ones. Like what there's no elegance uh, storage. Just do something else. And finally, right. Yes. I would like to know how much you think it would cost to buy a Dotanuki handmade katana samurai sword. 
It's handmade. It's authentic. Authentic as in it has already Do killed it. some samurai. <laughs> I've got some other information available to me. Coated with the blood yeah. of your enemies. It's no. differentially hardened and clay-tempered blade is fit for hard targets. I don't understand any of the things I've Well, seen. I want you to know that I, A, hate this item and I hate the person who wrote the description as well. Yep, same. Oh, yeah. It's funny, I've got absolutely no frame of reference with swords. I can't believe you... I don't w- think I've ever... I've never wanted a sword. I've never owned a sword. I bought a bread knife once. You'll take a pen um, on yoga with goats, right, but you um, haven't got anything for this, Paul. Like, £475. All right. Uh, I will go with 300 Paul, it's, honestly, I feel like we're, there's something special happening today for us. £447.88. God, that's pence. really weirdly close. It's not bad, is it? To be honest, mm. I let him have it. He looked like he needed it. I do need this yeah, badly. It's... Yeah. So well, there we congratulations. Go. Well, then Whoa. technically you're the winner, but there are no winners because people exist that buy these items. But so, do you know what? Uh, I'm pretty glad that I don't know how much those ridiculous items cost because I'd worry about my grip on reality. This is the opposite mm. of that, how much does a pint cost? Yeah. <laughs> like the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> I feel a Kardashian would nail yeah. those prices. Oh, they don't buy their own stuff, do they? No. And also they don't buy anything because... They can no, get things for free. Gifted. No, why wouldn't you? Hashtag. Why wouldn't you accept the free gifts? <laughs> so we have reached the end of a meandering episode of Pulse Economy. Justin, if people have enjoyed this, what have you got coming up that they can continue to enjoy? Where can they find you? Well, I'm on various socials under the tag The Guyliner. And I have books out. I write books. Uh, my third novel, The Fake Up, came out on paperback back in April. And I have another one coming out in April next year. And it is great. And it's set in Edinburgh. Oh, so what is it? Is it like semi-autobiographical or just pure fiction? I'm not allowed to say anything about it. (gasps) How exciting and mysterious my life is. I'm just not allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was prepared to buy into the mystery there. But it's set in Edinburgh. It's got a gay guy in it. It's kind of cool to be important enough to not be allowed. Embargoed. And you've got a newsletter as well? I do. It's called The Truth About Everything and that's on Substack and that goes out every Wednesday and it's just me talking about different things. Which I do subscribe to and I can recommend. So uh, yeah, that's it. That's the end. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you to the listener for listening. If you enjoyed it, tell all of your friends. If you didn't enjoy it, tell all of your enemies and uh, rate it on podcast platforms because that really does help us reach new audiences. And one day, even if we have more budget, it'll still be me and Paul, but maybe a third more famous person. So if you didn't (laughs) like it, also you can, uh, you've got 30 days to get your money back on it but it was free so uh why would you waste your time doing that but that is this week's false economy Music.